You're listening to a podcast from 702. on 702. It's 20 after 4. I suppose the second biggest story of this local government election, that's uh, second to the ANC's loss of electoral support, if you will. Um, the second biggest story will be about coalitions. Uh, everyone will be saying, actually, this is when we saw so many metros, uh, political parties uh, forming these coalitions. But there are challenges in forming these coalitions. I mean, there are clashes on ideology, also clashes on policy. But let's talk about some of these issues then. We're on the line to Dr. Ivo Sarakinsky. He is a political analyst at Witt School of Governance. Dr. Sarakinsky, good to talk to you. Hi. Thank you very much for your time. So, so I'm, I'm suggesting that this issue of uh, coalitions is going to be the second biggest story in this uh, local government election. The second biggest. After, of course, what happens to the ANC. Um, yeah, it, it's a huge story. It's, it's a move into an area that uh, isn't uh, widely experienced on, mm. on a scale like this. So yeah. it, it, is, it is important. So uh, we were listening to the EFF a little earlier on because, of yes. course, all of us were waiting to, to hear what their approach will be. They say they haven't been approached by anyone. They haven't approached anyone. Um, they didn't at the beginning want to tell us what the terms will be if they were to be approached. But in the end, we got a, just a glimpse um, of, of what it is that is very important and dear to them. And that is this issue of land. Yes. We have seen something similar in Cape Town, which is where the DA had to form a coalition. What were some of the um, lessons learned there? Well, the, the 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 issue there is quite different to what what is happening now, mm. in that there the the DA had to cobble together a coalition out of a whole range of smaller parties, so it was much harder to get a whole number of different parties in mm. to get the numbers to to take over the city council from the ANC, which had a, 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 a many more seats than they're going to have now. So what, what's happened now is it's much simpler. You've got three parties, and one of those three is a kingmaker. Um, so the negotiations are a, a, a lot simpler uh, in that you don't have to deal with a whole range of outside parties. Where this will get messy is that if one of the stronger parties, which doesn't have 50%, starts to cobble an alliance of smaller parties together in council, the independent seats, the parties that got two seats, one seat, three seats, then I think we'll start to see complications. And that will be to close out, I think, the EFF DA getting into bed together. Uh, so the ANC will start to do what the DA did in Cape Town some years back. That is interesting. So it is possible still in the Nelson Mandela metro that the ANC could cobble up a number of smaller political parties and still have uh, its own mayor there. We have to wait to see how the seats are allocated. And that's, that, I think, is the real key to all of this. Everyone's been focusing on the percentage voter outcomes. But the real issue is the number of seats in council. And this is where the ward first passed the post system, in addition to a PR system, makes it really complicated to predict how these dynamics are going to play themselves out now. Essentially what you're saying, though, is that it may very well be early for the DA to be celebrating in the Nelson Mandela Metro Bay, unless, uh, of course, they've worked out how many seats they get in. So they've done their numbers, and they've seen that even if the ANC can put together independents and other smaller parties, they'll still have 50 plus 1%. Uh, And if they haven't done that, (laughs) they might be in for a shock. (laughs) But it does look as if they have done that. 
and they're confident they'll be able to get that 50 plus 1 percent in NMB. Now, and you're touching on a complicated issue that some of our listeners asked us about yesterday, this yes. issue of seat allocation, because yes. there are times when the, you see the percentage is for a political party. Let's say, for instance, the ANC gets 45 percent and the DA gets uh, less than that, but the DA gets more seats. How does it work? Well, the, the half, half the seats in council are the first-past-the-post ward election. So if you look at the total number of seats in each of the metros, or any municipality for that matter, half of them will be ward elections, and the other half will be PR elections based on party lists. So if a party gets 57% of the vote, they'll get 57% of the number of seats in council allocated to the PR structure. Okay. Okay, I'm trying to get my head around because it's very, very difficult. Yes. But I do want to come back to this issue of um, forming a coalition. Yes. And you're saying that, of course, we saw what happened in, the, in Cape Town, etc., etc. But people are also raising issues of ideology and policy. Yes. To what extent are those a big issue? And I'm saying it, for instance, looking at the EFF and the DA, you'd imagine that those are two are poles apart in as far as ideology is concerned. Yes. Can they come to bed? Well, there's a saying in politics, <laughs> politics makes for strange bedfellows. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think that's what we're talking here is you've got a, a, a number of parties who, who are clearly against the ANC and are going to find a way to cut a deal to keep the ANC out of some of the important metros. And, and that pressure to keep the ANC out will force them to make compromises and to change their behavior in order to find a way to get along. And there'll be horse trading in terms of who's the mayor and who's the deputy mayor and who are the members of the mayoral committee and all of those uh, important positions. So we we watch the space with uh, interest to see who's going to emerge as the political heads of these uh, metros where the horse trading is going to take place. Now, it's interesting because obviously they will come together in order to keep out the ANC, but that may be dangerous in the long run because you just wonder whether at some point they will realize that actually ideologically they're completely different and that will cause a gridlock in as far as running the municipality is concerned. Absolutely. And and that that tends to blow up when the really big issues need uh, addressing. So the allocation of municipal land, for example, hypothetically, a DA-EFF alliance, um, and the, the, the DA wants to build a shopping center and the EFF wants uh, housing. Uh, it's that kind of issue where the fault lines that have been pushed down in making the deal surface and could uh, er- erupt again. And and there's a lot of experience and, and, and track record on these things, and what often happens is that over time, this, the kingmaker often loses credibility with the electorate. Uh, and we've seen that with the Liberal Democrats in the United Kingdom going into an alliance with the Conservative Party. No one talks about the Liberal Democrats anymore. They've, they've almost been wiped off the map because of that loss of credibility once that alliance broke up. So it's, it's fraught with danger for these small parties who might overplay their hand in forming these alliances. So it's going to be fascinating to watch. But the other thing that I think is is coming through here is that the voters, and and it shows in the turnout, ANC voters are saying, we're not happy and we're staying away. 
and we're giving you one more chance maybe to correct for your national and local uh, misbehavior and ineffectiveness. Um, and we might come back and vote for you later. And, and if the ANC corrects, and if, if, if there is a response to the, the voter message that's coming through quite strongly, it does mean that in by-elections and in future elections, that alliance that might be formed in the coalition will be terribly unstable. Good to talk to you, Dr. Ivo Sarakinski. Fascinating stuff indeed. Pleasure. Thank you very much. He is a political analyst at Witt School of Governance.